the PlayStation Experience website unintentionally reveals a beta test for Gran Turismo 7. Final Fantasy XIV continues to have its moment in the sun, so much so that it makes Square Enix sell out of digital copies of the game. Phil Spencer talks the future of Microsoft with The Guardian. This is The Daily Reset. Good morning, gamers, and welcome to The Daily Reset, brought to you by The Emergent Gamer. Subscribe and tune in every morning to get all the biggest news stories as you start your day. We're on all major podcast platforms, and we also upload our shows to our YouTube channel if you like to listen there. I'm Trip Zero, and this is your news for July 13th, 2021. There may be a beta test on the way for the upcoming newest entry in the Gran Turismo series, PlayStation's hyper-realistic car racing sim. The Experience PlayStation webpage, a subsection of PlayStation's site, is usually used during live events to engage attendees. Users on the Gran Turismo-focused community site GT Planet discovered the ability to engage with a new promotion related to the game, promising Gran Turismo beta access by watching 10 seconds of a live demo video. If users do this, they get granted a 12-digit store code, which does not work. This is most likely a test promotion that was discovered unintentionally, especially since the 12-digit code is the same given to anyone who completes this, as well as the quest stating it is for Italy beta access only. With Gran Turismo Sport having a closed beta before its own release in 2017, this is a move we've seen by them before and will most likely mean an official announcement at some point soon. Sony does seem to be ramping up awareness of the game, as footage of it was included in the recent PlayStation 5 stunning visuals trailer that was posted yesterday, highlighting how the console uses its technology to deliver graphical quality that was previously limited to the PC gaming world. Originally announced in June of last year, the game is currently in development for the PlayStation 5. The series has always focused on realism and detail in its depiction of the cars included, as well as the experience of driving them around real-world courses. CEO Kazunori Yamauchi of Polyphony Digital, developer of the Gran Turismo series, said in December that their team will not, quote, make concessions on anything as they work to complete the game. Through a mix of this dedication to Vision along with COVID-19, the game is currently expected to be released sometime in 2022. I know we just talked about Final Fantasy XIV yesterday, but the game keeps on stealing the spotlight. What happens when you mix a free-to-play up to level 60 massively multiplayer online game with hype about announcements of its upcoming Endwalker expansion in November, a free login campaign for 14 days for all players, including veterans, and the drama that's created when Asmongold, one of the biggest World of Warcraft streamers, decides to start playing Final Fantasy XIV? You get server congestion on every data center preventing new player character creation, long queue times, and, best of all, the selling out of digital copies of the game. Now, obviously, the digital game copies didn't really sell out, but Square Enix absolutely did stop selling the complete edition of the game in its U.S. stores for a period of time yesterday. 
The game set records for its concurrent player base on games platform Steam, hitting a peak of 58,046 players over the weekend. Asmongold's first stream of the game brought in over 200,000 viewers at points, and so many players hopped in to join him in his world that they crashed the server they were playing on. The excitement around this game is a complete 180 degree turn from the sentiments at original launch in September of 2010. The game was so poorly received after they made numerous changes from their previously acclaimed online game Final Fantasy XI that after about two years, Square Enix shut the game down, replaced the entire development team, and completely overhauled the game's engine, story, job, and quest system. They made the destroying of the world as part of the game's lore, and relaunched in 2013 to critical acclaim, a feat in gaming development only matched in scale by the space exploration game No Man's Sky. As of now, the game is purchasable, playable, and new character creatable. For veteran players, they can take advantage of the 14-day free login campaign to reactivate their account, and that promotion is scheduled to run through August 23rd. In our last story, head of Xbox Phil Spencer talked to the UK newspaper The Guardian about the future of the company. Interviewed by Keith Stewart, Spencer talked about many aspects of Xbox's current success and the direction they want to go in, covering topics like Game Pass, their work on xCloud, and even the recent Disney collab where their pirate life franchise Sea of Thieves got Captain Jack Sparrow to make an appearance for his Pirates of the Caribbean themed expansion. Spencer focused in on a sentiment that will certainly make a large section of gamers happy. Microsoft is still committed to developing narrative-driven single-player gaming experiences. With seasonal service games, battle royales, and always online MMOs still experiencing massive popularity, most studios are trying to incorporate some kind of online or persistent gaming over time model into their games, since it does lead to generating more money and player engagement. Gamers vote with their wallets, and on the majority, they've said that they enjoy these experiences. But many still feel like they're missing out on the deep narrative story focus in this newest console and gaming generation, probably why demand and hype for upcoming single-player releases like Bethesda's Starfield and Elder Scrolls is extremely high. Spencer said, I think we're probably building more of those now than we've been in the history of Xbox. Spencer also responded to questions about future expansions of Microsoft Studios and where they might be located. He recognizes the need for studios to be located in areas of underrepresented or developing demographics if those stories are going to be made and told the right way. When asked if this means a new studio could possibly be located in India, Africa, or South America, Spencer said, Just knowing the talent that's available, and the tools such as game engines Unity and Unreal that are so much more accessible, I would be surprised if in the next three to five years you don't see numerous studios in places that aren't the traditional hubs of video game development. That's going to be it for Tuesday, July 13th, 2021. Subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get up to speed in the gaming world every morning with me, your host, Trib Zero. And be sure to find and listen to our main show, The Emergent Gamer Podcast, live on twitch.tv slash emergent underscore gamer on Wednesday nights, and then on podcast services the next day. Get the news with me and hear the in-depth discussion with the rest of us. I'll see you tomorrow.